My name is Sean Thomas, and I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great, or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas, back in the building, episode 76 of the Be More Today show. We are back. We are back. We are back in the building. And folks, it's just great to be here. 76 episodes continuing to grow and move and push. Be More Today is here. You know we're moving. Whenever we're doing our thing, we're on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. So please, if you have not done so already, take time right now and subscribe, right? Go on our Be More Today site, subscribe. We're on YouTube. We have a Facebook group right now that continues to post weekly uh, inspirational things and tidbits. So join our group. Join us on Facebook and Instagram and continue to be a part of the movement. We are here now in 42 countries. What? 42 countries, folks. And it's been continuing to grow. And I'm blessed. Um, I'm happy. And I'm grateful for all the support that I've gotten from you guys over the past two years. This is season two right now that we're doing. And it's been just amazing learning from people again. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things every single day. I can't tell you how happy I am to see the progression of this thing from the beginning to now. And uh, if you want to be a part of it, you can go on our page and donate. You subscribe clearly and just continue to be part of the family. It's really a family now of people who are trying just to get better, taking their health seriously and making sure that we push forward every single day to be more. My quote for today is very, very simple as always. And it is this. It's often the small things that no one sees that bring the big results everyone wants. Yo, it's marathon season. And uh, last week we ran the Bronx 10 mile. I'm not going to lie to you. I, with COVID-19, you know, I just got out of running, period. It was probably the one thing that everyone had a chance to do that was safe because it was closed. But I was not in the mood to do anything. I was not running. I was not working out. I was just literally doing some workouts on Sundays for when our groups part on Sundays and just working. And I felt out of running. I didn't even enjoy it anymore. And when they said that the marathon was happening again for this year, the 50th anniversary, I said, well, we have to get our our lives together because this is the big one. And I told y'all already, I'm going out like Kobe. Uh, Five is it. I'm doing my five and then I'm done. So this is the last year. So I said, I got to get ready for this thing. But when I first started running again, it felt like I was walking. I mean, my, my mile times were down. 
my breathing was crazy. It just felt like I was starting all over again, especially coming after uh, my, my best time ever in 2019. Uh, so it was hard. But running the Bronx 10 mile last week and seeing all the people and seeing all my friends and people I've run with and people I've interacted with over the years, everybody rally, rally, rally to get back into it, to find that grit, that gusto to, to put that work in. I recognize that everyone's been doing small things over time. Uh, and you don't think the training pays off. If you haven't really been running or you're a novice to running, you, you, you see these workouts and what they actually do. And you don't really recognize that it's a foundation that's being laid every single day. So you going out and running on a Tuesday and doing some core work on a Thursday, going out for a run on a Friday and then running a long run on Sunday. It seems like, like segmental things, like they're all just disconnected. But when they go together, like those small things put together, they bring big results. And, you know, I ran on Sunday and I ran about three minutes slower than I did two years ago. But coming where I came from, I was so excited to recognize that that's huge because it means that the training does work. The process does work. Yes, just again, like I always say, trust the process and just be persistent. And I got to give a shout out to my Spartan Sunday crew and my teamwork crew and everyone else who ran on that day. Um, because it just shows us that we put that work into those things, we can see success. And, you know, I had to bring somebody on the show today that I know also believes that because some people don't believe that small things become bigger things in the end. And uh, who better to bring on the show for episode 76 than the guy that actually started running marathons with in the first place. Uh, 2017, we started running marathons and I am only able to say that I've run a marathon because I ran with this guy and his name is Arthur Powell Jr. Now, Arthur Powell Jr. is someone that uh, you guys may or may not know, but to me, he's everything because if you see a Be More Today logo, it's him. If you see his Friday Sunday logo, it's him. Uh, he's been integral in so many small things that become bigger things as a result. So let me just read you some of his bio so you know who I'm talking about. He educated at Howard University with the BA in Graphic Design and Pratt Institute with Communication Design for Graduate Studies. He's an EPIC EMR software consultant and provides implementation activation training and support for healthcare providers. Some of the networks he's been able to serve include, but are not limited to, Cambridge Health Alliance, Cambridge Hospital, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, he's done stuff with New Haven Health at Yale uh, Medical Group. He's done stuff with New York Presbyterian. Cornell Medical Group, and the Hospital for Special Surgery. Prior to working in healthcare IT, Arthur worked in the apparel design industry and had opportunity to work with TAA Apparel as a technical and men's wear designer for clients like Macy's, Target, JCPenney, and Walmart. Fresh out of school, he started his career in advertising, working with boutique firm MVBMS under the Habas Group. Uh, there he had an opportunity to work alongside clients like Volvo, Avion Water, and Armgina, to name a few. And upon leaving Habas, he landed a gig at Disney Buena Vista Internet Group, just when the internet was kind of booming and growing. And as an associate producer, he worked with numerous clients to plan their strategies for ABC, ESPN, and the Oscars platforms online. Special interests for this guy have been so many things, art and design, as you probably already know, traveling, running, health and fitness, crypto investing. I mean, he does so many things. He's a part of so many networks from Be More Today, Spartan Sundays, Spartan Sundays Running Crew, New York Roadrunners, Heartworks. I mean, this guy does everything. And again, 
I'm just so happy to have him on the show. My marathon partner for life, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets included, please welcome to the stage my boy and the man with the master plan, Jamaica's finest, Arthur Powell Jr. Arthur, what is going on? Wow, what an amazing intro. Listen, um, I'm definitely honored and privileged. Uh, well, I'll say now to be a part of not be, just be more today, you know, Spartan Sundays run crew, but the be more today, uh, AKA BMT podcast family. <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a long, it's been a long journey up until now, you know, run tons of races together to your point um, during COVID. Yeah. It's, man it, it was it's been like tough you know it's it was really hard to get out um you know I had some trials and tribulations here and there um but it seems like we're kind of weathering the storm you know in some sorts and and just trying to navigate out here um during this covid season you know i had some some hiccups i you know i was sitting you know sitting down you know just sitting on your butt you know you just you know doing work at home, you have your laptop open and then, uh, you know, I wasn't really moving at all. I wasn't really, I know we, we ran a few times, but man, I was, I was a, a huge bum, you know, and I uh, ended up catching a, a kidney stone and just like, I was like, oh man, I need to get out. So um, here we are, you know, and uh, this is what, this is what it is. We're still, we're still in a trap, but we're still, uh, we're still trekking, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, listen, you know, it, it's funny because people don't recognize how much time and effort goes into the training for these marathons. And this being the 50th, the 50th anniversary, it's a big one. And, you know, I look back to when we started 2017, we didn't know what we were doing. You know, you and I just kind of went on the track and you had gotten in the marathon because you won the lottery. And, um, you know, I got in because, um, you know, I, I found my own way in there and then we both were able to run. And I remember... We, we were so novice. We didn't sign up for anything in advance. We took an Uber over there because we were afraid we were going to miss the ferry because we didn't have ferry tickets. And we got the first one at the marathon. And, you know, we got there and there were just so many things that were new, just seeing different people from different countries and hearing different languages and being in Staten Island at four in the morning and all these different things. And, uh, you know, we've been doing this thing now. This could be our fifth one. I mean, we we've been running together for a long time, and people don't really recognize when you have someone to train with. Um, it just makes life so much easier. And there were days, you know, literally Arthur, when I may say, "Yeah, let's go, let's, let's go meet up for a run," and I didn't want to do that run, but knowing that you were going to be there um, pushed me to get up, you know, get dressed, meet you wherever we're going to go, and then even during the run, just to push each other. There are some runs that I wouldn't have been able to do without you, including the marathon that we've done so far. So, you know, I appreciate you and, and all you've done. And literally, folks, if you don't know, every single Be More Today logo that you see from the podcast to the Be More Today website to the logo I'm rocking right now, it's all because of this guy right here. There, there'd be no, there'd be nothing in terms of Be More Today. Every single concept I've, I've given for a workout or, or a fitness thing, I've always given to you. And, um, you know, I just appreciate you for just listening. And even when I talked about the Be More Today show in the very, very beginning, you know, um, you were one of the first people I, I shared with during one of our runs. So it's just cool, full circle, you know, connecting with you and recognizing that you're such an integral part of 
of this. And, you know, I read your bio and I see so many things that you're a part of and it makes sense that you're, you're the crux of so many things. I mean, you, you do small things and big things for, for companies and for us and for whoever else, but those things show results. And um, I want you to talk a little bit about running because, you know, I, I read through your bio and most people I bring on a show are like, you know, they've been athletes for years, they do all kinds of things, but, you know, marathon running, even for you and I, was, is, has been a new thing. So, you know, what got you into really wanting to do these marathons as you're about to do your fifth with New York? And uh, I want you to talk a little bit about why that has been integral in your life at all. How did running become such an integral part of Arthur Powell Jr.'s life? Definite, definite. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, you know, I'll say that uh, what really sparked what really sparked my interest and I you know I can't even say it really sparked my interest why you know I just jumped in and started doing it is because um moving over here into Flatbush and Prospect Park you know before I was living you know in Clinton Hill and um like right before right before I got married uh I was like man we need to get need to get a bigger place so you know, just, you know, hunting, you know, looking for a new spot, um, you know, came across, uh, you know, our place down here in, in Flatbush. And um, funny thing is literally, you know, right across the street from the park. So, and, you know, back, I would say back in, what is it, 2000, 2001, when I moved over here, um, you know, I used to hang out in the park, you know, exercise a little bit, you know, do whatever. But it was really like little to no like activity back then. I mean, you had the we had the soul circus, you know, that came through every year, Universal Soul, if you guys remember that. Um, and you know, little events here and there. But, you know, I was for me, you know, it was just a way to um clear my head, get get some exercise. I was like, let me just go out. And, and run around the park one day. And and that's where it started. You know, I just started, you know, doing doing a lap here, you know, one turned into two, and then it just slowly like kind of built up. And that's how my that's how I, I, I guess I just got a love for doing it, you know. And, you know, long story short, you know, we're here like 15, 20 years later man, it's like a marathon in the park every day. Like you wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't be caught in the park like after dark or anything, you know, back then. And, uh, but now it's like, you know, the running culture has has spawned into something just like something I would never, you know, think of. So um, that's where my love started, you know, just running in the park, running around Prospect. And um, you know, I used to see a few people out there, you know, making it happen, doing it. And I, I didn't even know, like, you know, about roadrunners or anything like that. And I, I really wish I, I would have because it probably would have, um, you know, maybe piqued my interest a little bit more in, you know, certain areas doing some of these races that we've uh, come come across, you know, the past five, six years. So that's where it all started. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And I, I I'm always in awe of people who um, 
didn't do these things when they were younger, but now do them, you know, as they continue to, to grow and, and, to, and to thrive. You know, I, I've been running since I was, who knows how old, um, but when people get into running, you know, later and they, and they embrace it and they do so well with it, to me, that's always just like a testament of the resilience of the human spirit. And, the, you know, people always say running as you get older actually gets even better because your lungs expand better, you're stronger, there's a different mindset that comes to it. So it, when you see 50,000 people running for the marathon, um, it's the wonder that, you know, a lot of those people are not just, um, you know, teens and whatever else, but they're older people of all ages. Um, and it's, it's, it's amazing to see how, like you said, the running culture, especially in New York City, uh, for the marathon has just grown and, and, throw, and thrive and, and prospered. Um, I mean, to the point now where you are about to be a five-time marathoner, um, I kind of want you to talk about the Chicago experience because you, I mean, you you have the luck of all lucks. Not only did you get this <laughs> for New York, but you got also into the lottery for Chicago. And you traveled to Chicago to run um, one of your best times in Chicago, what sparked you to say, you know what, I'm taking this running thing to the next level where I'm going to travel now out of state, not just in Brooklyn, but out of state to go do this thing and tackle the speed that you wanted to accomplish? Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so Chicago, the shy, the quote unquote shy, that was an amazing, that was an amazing race. Um, and of course, you know, starting out, you know, we we started out, you know, Spartan Sundays, Be More Today, you know, turned into, you know, SSRC, Spartan Sundays Run Club. So all of that built up until now. So I would say for me, you know, in terms of uh, lessons learned, the best lesson that I learned in running Chicago or um, is you know, I actually ran my own race there because, you know, starting out in you know, in the city here in New York, you know, running with you. I mean, like, I think, you know, running with you, uh, you know, always pushed me because, I mean, you're like, you know, a hundred times faster than me, but it's just like, I think, and I know when you run with someone who's faster than you, you're automatically going to get faster. So, um, but on the flip side, you know, I know you always need to run your own race. And you all, I believe that's something you always say. You need to run your own race at the end of the day. You need to focus on what your pace is and you need to stick to that pace. And one of my biggest faults, I think, or, or learning experiences, I should say, is, you know, I believe every marathon that we've done, you know, you know I said, all right, I'm going to stick to my pace. I'm going to get it done, you know. And then when race day comes, you know, here I'm going, I'm running with Sean, you know, let's go. <laughs> so that like always, it's always been like a crush for me. And I think the hype and just everybody being out there, just cheering for you. I, I mean, you just, it is what it is. But running Chicago, since I was by myself, I ran my own race and I killed it, you know. And um, the only thing that, that kind of, uh, that really, uh, kind of like held me back was, and I, this never happens. You know, I had to stop to go to the bathroom, you know, that never happens. I'm like, man, what's going on, you know? And then the line was like so long. I, I think I probably uh, probably killed a good maybe 15, 
maybe 10, 15 minutes, you know, off my time, but it was still good. I mean, I still ran like a four, you know, 445, which was good for me, you know? Um, but it was a good time because, you know, I stuck to my pace and it was, um, oh my God, it was like so cold out there, you know, running, you know, on the water and it's just like, um, but I found like, I wasn't, I wasn't running with any of the pacers, but I found, you know, this couple, I don't know if they were boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, they were from Costa Rica, man. And I just stuck with them like the whole time, you know, and they didn't even know, but you know, though the two of them, they were my pacers through the entire race. And, um, yeah, it was a great, it was a great experience. And, um, I don't know if I would do it again, but you know, it was definitely it was an amazing experience to to, to run that race. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. I always say, yeah, you gotta run your own race. You have to run your own race. And literally, you know, everyone, like you said, the hyphen marathon is crazy because there's so many people and the pacers and people cheering your name. And especially if you, if you rock your your name on your shirt, they go, "Oh, come on, Arthur, Jam Rock," you know, and it just gets you hype. But yeah, you can get burned. Um, and you know, even the first time we ran, we we went out with that that pacer guy who, you know, took us down Fourth Avenue like, like lightning. And uh, you know, you do that, and by the time you hit Queensboro Bridge, you know, mile whatever, you're, you're you're spent. So yeah, running your own race is so important, not just in terms of running, but also in life. And you know, I'm grateful that we continue to talk about those things and pacing and whatnot because. Um, it does bring you to a better level when you just stay in your lane and run your own race. And, you know, as someone who now is about to be a five-time marathoner, you and I together, and I, I cherish that, that we've done this soon to be five times. Um, you know, I think about you, I think about me, I think about um, your roots, especially, you know, being Jamaican and, you know, everybody who I have as a friend who's Jamaican says that, you know, Jamaican are the best runners, you know, so there's a lot of pride <laughs> that comes into running in general. Um, but for the 50th anniversary, you know, a race that literally is going to bring together so many people from various places, countries, um, nationalities, ethnicities, what pushes you to, to run this, this 50th anniversary race? And, and why is New York City, especially for this year, so it'd be so important for you? Um, I just think, you know, uh, from where we started up until now, I mean, there's, I mean, there's no other race I don't want to participate in, you know, uh, you meet, we meet so many people, you know, from the, from around the world and just from participating in, um, you know, the expo every year, you know, uh, before the race, Man, there's so many amazing stories out there. And I think that's what inspires me, just seeing all the types of people from all over the world. I mean, you know, meeting some guys. Uh, I met these two brothers probably a year ago, and they, man, they probably run like uh, the New York Marathon like over 20 times. And, you know, they've done all these iron races and, I mean, these guys were absolute beasts, you know, and they, they aren't like, these guys are probably in their sixties, you know, <laughs> and they just been, it's just a way of life for them. And then you see, uh, you know, on the flip side, you see, you know, not to judge anyone, but you, you may see people who, you know, you think, you know, they're, 
out of shape or whatever, but they're, they're killing it, you know. Um, even when I was running in Chicago, I mean, I seen this guy, man. He's like, he had to be like maybe 300 pounds, but he was moving, you know. And seeing stuff like that inspires me. You know, you see people who, um, you know, have disabilities, they may be on crutches, and they're just out there. I mean, they're getting it done, you know. So that's one of the major things that inspires me is just the people, you know, I have to say, you know, uh, from all walks of life, from all over the world, you know, uh, you know, that inspire me to to run, you know, to, to get it done, to stay healthy. And um, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Now, speaking of inspiration, I, I think about all the things that you help inspire others to do. Um, you know, you and I have talked a little bit on our runs about uh, your, your life and your history and graphic design is always the, work, the first thing I think about when I think about you, because every time I have a logo idea or a concept, you know, I, I throw it to you and literally within days you create this thing. And it's always amazing. Um, but I'm always curious, you know, where that inspiration came from for you, because, you know, I know about running, I know about um, uh, all your, all your physical exploits and I know you do some AB stuff for, for, for churches in the area. And even in your bio, that, that does make sense looking at what you've done in terms of IT stuff. Um, but when it comes to graphic design, um, you know, I know you went to school for this thing and, um, what, what sparked the interest in graphic design in general and and where does inspiration to make all these different things come from? Because literally I've, I've, I've come to you and said, look, we want to have this race. Um, we're thinking about this, this, this. And then you just come out and you just do these things. And it's always amazing. So I'm always curious, you know, I get a lot of inspiration for me from running. And when I'm running, I see certain things and that puts inspiration for me, even to write my book. Now, most of my book came from me being on long runs and just thinking about various things. So I'm always curious where your thoughts and inspirations come from for the graphic design thing that you've done for the various running clubs and the various uh, fitness groups that you've been a part of. Where's that come from? Um, you know, I have to say, you know, I get a lot of inspiration, you know. I got it from my pops, you know. He, he was into, uh, not that he was a, quote unquote designer, graphic designer, anything like that. But, you know, he had a love for, for art, you know, and he used to draw and he used to paint and stuff like that, you know, in his spare time. And he could just, you know, he could just, just, he could sit there and just sketch you, you know, he just, it was something that was in him. So I just, I think that, you know, I believe I inherited that from him. And then, you know, because I always used to draw in class, draw in school, you know, growing up, stuff like that. You're supposed to be paying attention, sitting there doodling in class or whatever. And, um, you know, I never necessarily thought that um, I would um, even do it for a living at, at, at some point in time. But um, I always had a love for art and design, you know, because I see design in everything around me. I mean, you mentioned running. Yeah, I mean, I see it. I mean, it could be somebody's sneakers, a graphic on their T-shirt, you know, even in nature, you know, it's just like it could be the most beautiful day outside and you just see like, you know, um, I don't know. I see like when I'm running through the city, it could be, uh, I mean, it could be a tree. It could be some, you know, graffiti on a building. 
Um, I mean, there's art and design all around us. So I just draw from those different, from those different elements that are um, around me. And um, I mean, that's where my inspiration comes from. It's just like, I see design and everything. I'm, I mean, I used to love like all types of cartoons growing up. I mean, I was heavy into, you know, Japanese animation, like, uh, you may not know some of these titles, but like Ninja Scrolls and Akira, Cowboy Bebop, they're like all these, you know, cool Japanese anime, animation films that I used to, to be into, that I used to watch. And, you know, I draw a lot of inspiration you know, from those, and we, I mean, me and some of my friends, we used to do, you know, we used to do these flyers for parties. We used to like, you know, get these magazines and just rip pages out of magazines and scan them and just, you know, just play around, you know, with, you know, juxtaposing different image images and things like that. And I mean, that's how, that's how it all started, you know, for me and, uh, you know, later on, um, I guess when I got serious about school, because um, I never really considered like, you know, going to like design school or anything that thing of that nature, like until like later on, um, once I got like really serious, because I thought, you know, my, my mom, she always used to, oh, you need to do something in, uh, my mom was a nurse, so she used to push me, you, you got to do something in healthcare, you know, you got to, you know, why don't you check out, you know, this x-ray tech program or, you know, you could be a nurse or, and, but she always inspired me to do what I wanted to do in the end. But, you know, I think she just wanted to know that, you know, whatever you do, you know, you could sustain and, you know, things of that nature. So when I was in school, you know, just, it was more about like, you know, business, business administration or, but later on, you know, I start my, my interest started peaking into like, you know, design, advertising, and that's when I got serious. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too hard to, to make that transition. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see that, you know, I feel like the, the combination of all you've done so far makes it easy to see how you would get into those things. And, you know, I think about the apparel, I think about the, the stuff you've been doing with, you know, all the different run clubs, Spartan Sunday Run Club, Be More Today, um, again, my podcast, Be More Today Show, um, uh, even my book, my book cover, my, my, my book cover is you, you know, everything that, that we've done so far has, has been you. Um, so I'm very appreciative, but I'm also curious about, you know, some of the, the clothing that we've done. And you, you've had a number of experiences working with various clothing lines, as you said, doing technical and men's designs. Um, you know, as we, as we continue to look at like our marathon t-shirts and marathon jerseys and even the fitness shirts that we have on a Be More Today line, uh, the More Store. Um, do you think that that experience and working with like Macy's and Target and whatever else has helped you to influence the, the shirts that you've been continuing to develop and to put out there for various clients? Um, and, and, and if so, you know, what's your, your thought in terms of, you know, as a runner now, because you not just someone who designs these things and makes these things, you actually wear these things. So, you know, what concepts go into the kind of things that we should be wearing and that you'd like to wear and, you know, how it affects you as a runner or me as a runner? Um, what thought process goes into that? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, 
yeah, I would say a large part of my, you know, um, you know, I guess being influenced came from, you know, working at some of these places and, you know, working on, you know, some of these unique projects. Uh, the company that I work with, TAA Apparel, that was born out of, uh, you know, just, you know, doing, I used to do t-shirts on the side, you know, um, I think I may have even told you this one time. I used to sell t-shirts down the village, you know, down on Prince Street. And, uh, you know, I had this concept to do these, um, these boxers, you know, these, you know, like, you know, Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciani, all these like, kind of like historical, you know, boxers that were amazing. So, um, I went out and, you know, I researched some of these companies because, you know, working with TA Apparel, you know, I, I was exposed to like a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of just how, how they ran their business and, you know, licensing and things of that nature. So um, when I was selling t-shirts in the, down in the village, um, a friend of mine, a friend of mine that um, I ran into down there one day, um, he, he actually worked for the company, you know, he was into sales, he was a he, big sales rep, he sold for like a lot of these major retailers. So um, he actually, you know, was able to like, pull me into that space, you know, and man, it, you know, working with this, working with this company, uh, you know, it, they're like a, a small, like Jewish family, um, you know, the father that started the company, he started out, I think he had like five silk, five silk shirts that, you know, he uh, marketed, he was selling around the Bronx and some places. And then that, that spawned into this, you know, amazing company, you know, and it was only like maybe five or six of them that worked in the company, like brothers and sisters, but they had these massive accounts. I mean, they own like factories in Turkey and China and, but they had these big accounts with like, you know, Macy's and, uh, you know, JCPenney, all the big doors, they, they work with them. So, you know, working, you know, in that, in that realm, uh, you know, exposed me to, um, some areas in design that I never really worked with in terms, when I say technical design, we had to design these uh, technical packs, they call them tech packs, where you actually, you know, you have to, to measure your sleeve, you know, from, from the shoulder down to the, you know, to the, you know, to the base of your sleeve. And, you know, you have to plug in all these measurements, you know, and the, and the hem and, you know, it exposed me to a lot of that. Um, and yeah, I mean, a lot of that carried into, um, even when I do a design for a shirt now, you know, whether it's Be More Today or, you know, Spartan Sundays, I know that the graphic on the shirt, it needs to be maybe 10, between 10, no more than 13 inches across, you know. I just I just know that now from working in, you know, in some of these areas where you have to apply different graphics to, you know, fabric and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's helped me. And in terms of, like, running... Um, 
material is everything in terms of like function, you know, the way you move, you know, while you're running, um, even more so than design, you know, than the actual, you know, graphics on the shirt. I mean, but if you have, I mean, from my um, experience, man, if you have like the best material that moves with you, you know, in terms of function, you know, how you, how you run and how you move, I mean, that's everything. And people appreciate that, you know, and you see that in some of these companies, not only with Nike, but Nike and Adidas, you know, they're the majors out there, but there are other companies that have these amazing type, these amazing materials. And I encourage people to check them out. I mean, I, I don't necessarily buy all of them, but like Lululemon, man, their material is, is sick, you know? So something that I was exposed to working in, you know, apparel is just like, fabrics you know all different types of fabrics and you know i think i you know i i really love you know you know exploring you know finding new materials and stuff like that when, when i worked in that in in that industry so, yeah yeah that, that's great and you've used all your expertise to really again like i always say hone your skill set and put out amazing products and you know again i'm grateful every every shirt that we ever made from uh, the more today swag stuff, even should I have them right now, was really courtesy and thanks to you. So it's much appreciated. Um, I know you actually have been also working with a, a line called Heartworks. And talk to us a little bit about what that is and, and what you guys are doing with Heartworks. So Heartworks is uh, the brainchild of a good friend of mine, my man, my guy, Excel Otto. Was one of my one of my church brothers. Um, he had a concept um, that he wanted to to launch, and he told me about it. You know, again, you know, pointing back to to the pandemic. You know, just trying to bring some light and you know inspiration to people who are out here struggling. You know, he had he had the term. You know, let not your heart be troubled. You know, and you know, that's a, that's a, um, you know, that phrase that, that comes from the Bible, you know, let not your heart be troubled. Um, he wanted to like put that out there, you know, and so everyone could like see it, you know, who's going through, you know, whatever struggles, you know, just to, to keep pushing, you know, to, 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 you know, to just to stay focused and, and try to be the best you can be in, you know, whether this storm that's out here. So, um, he came up with the initial concepts for it and asked me to work with him. And of course, you know, I was, I was delighted to do that. And, you know, I was able to come up with a concept, you know, I went through several, you know, iterations and came up with a concept, just a simple heart. If you want to check it out, you can go to heartworks is H R T W R K S heartworks.com. And you can see some of the designs on the website there, but and that was a that's a great project to work on that that I was able to partner with Excel and work work with him on that and uh, you know there's something that we're kind of pushing on the side right now. I love it. I love yeah. it again. More inspiration for everyone and simple concepts like I said before. You know these small things that can literally you know sometimes when you're running you see certain people wearing certain shirts and um, there's a certain story that goes behind those things and a certain feeling that also is exuded when you when you see those things and you know to see that as you're walking by somebody on a random day that can change somebody's life you know it can make somebody who feels kind of down 
uh, feel completely better as a result. And the same way a logo, like a Be More Today logo or something like that can change somebody's life and make them feel like, you know, I can do something different today. I can go out there and be a little grittier. Um, you know, the, the Heartworks line is something that it can do that as well. So if you guys haven't checked out the website, please go on there and check it out and, and get your show. I'm going to get mine this week. I'm saying it for a minute, but I'm going to get mine this week for real now because <laughs> I saw somebody else rock one. And I said, man, I, I got to get on this board now and, and rock as well and support, support the movement. Um, so I, I appreciate you for that. Um, you know, Arthur, I've been looking at your, um, your journey and, and recognizing that uh, as an IT guy for the hospital, like, and I can see why you got involved in, in hospital stuff, you know, based on your parents trying to push you towards healthcare. I feel like all Caribbean parents push their kids towards something in the healthcare profession that, at all given times, um, including myself. Um, but you've done such a great job working with the various hospitals on the IT aspect. And you know, for me more today, I went on a limb this year and, and said that I wanted to do virtual races um, in light of COVID-19. And I had never done anything in terms of these things before. So, you know, with your help and with the help of our guy, Shimon Torres, I was able to do three virtual races this year, one of which we had 400 people be a part of. And it's really thanks to your, your leadership and your, your tutelage during this time. I'm curious though, at this time, you know, as you see things going more towards the virtual and, and the internet uh, software realm, when even when it comes to fitness, uh, what are your thoughts on how technology um, can play and will continue to play a role in fitness as you move forward, you know, even out of this COVID-19 quarantine era into the rest of this year and into the rest of this, this decade? It's a great question. Um, yeah, I mean, we've come like a long way, you know, technology-wise, like, <clears throat> and I mean, a lot of it's, I mean, I'm on, I love Instagram, you know, but to me, they're like so many, too many platforms for me to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to keep up with, you know, um, but I love, you know, IG and TikTok, you know, the shorts or whatever, but um, yeah, in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, kind of aligning those two categories, you know, together. I mean, I've seen, uh, funny thing, you know, I've seen some, I've seen some apps out there, you know, over the past couple of years that, um, it kind of ties into one of my interests is one of my interests with, uh, with crypto where I think it was called Sweatcoin or something like that, where you have, uh, where you could run or exercise and kind of like earn crypto, you know, um, that's one thing that I've seen, you know, in terms of, you know, aligning technology with health. Um, I see it, um, of course, in the industry I work when working with, you know, you know, healthcare, IT, you know, everything, <clears throat> everything is accessible, like, virtually now so whether you know we need to if you maybe if you have an underlying condition like um you know diabetes or you know blood pressure you know we're able to track all these things you know through these various apps you know 
whether it's your Apple Watch or your Fitbit, you know, that you see these two, you know, these two categories that are like coming together. Um, and, it, you know, I actually had an experience where I worked with a startup company. I worked with a startup company that um, I don't know if they were the first to do it, but they they were able to design this uh, application where and this is like before Fitbit even came out, you know. Um, they were able to design this application where you could like, you know, track your blood sugar and stuff like that, you know, through an app. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And it's, um, I mean, I like it and I don't like it because, you know, privacy and things of that nature, everything is kind of, you know, we are exposing ourselves like today at, oh man, it's just like all your information is out there. So I, I think it's good and it's bad, but I think it's good in it from a standpoint, I mean, you could be traveling in, in Europe or Canada and, you know, normally you wouldn't have access to your, you know, health records, but, you know, working with a company like Epic, you know, there's an application that's called MyChart and you may be familiar with it. I know people are familiar with it. Um, you can access your records just anywhere in the world, you know, Epic is in Dubai, they're in, you know, they're in Toronto, they're in, they're all over the world, you know, so um, in that regard, I think it is, you know, it is helpful and useful, but then we have to figure out, you know, how to, you know, protect our information, to protect our data, you know, um, things like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear yeah. that, yeah, I, I know yeah. about, um, platforms you mentioned and they, they are very uh easy to use and very accessible so it has been a game changer especially for healthcare mm-hmm. um and you know it, it's amazing to see that you know with all these different things they're putting out there in terms of the mirror fitness window they have and various apps that are being put out there i do think that fitness and technology will continue just to skyrocket and you know, it's the sky's the limit now, I think, in terms of how they're going to be implementing those two things together, um, even from, you know, garments and Fitbit watches. And, you know, back in the day, you know, we used to run as kids, you have to guesstimate how far you ran. Oh, I think I ran, you know, this, <laughs> this, this and that was probably like half a mile. And that was probably like, here's to the farm. It was like, you know, you guesstimate how far you were. But now with these technologies and GPS and whatever else, it's literally telling you your pace, your it's giving you maps of where you run and it, you know it's just amazing to see where we come from and and we'll be excited to see where we're going but yes the 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 privacy aspect of it i, I can definitely see and i do think that is going to be probably the the one thing we have to just be wary of moving forward and i completely agree with you on that um now jamrock very important question and final question you are number 76 on this show and we've asked everybody on the show what the phrase be more today means to them and Be More Today is something that you have had exposure to from the beginning because you're one of the first people I've shared the concept with from the book to the podcast to everything we've done so far, the races, uh, the Strava group, everything. So you've seen the progression of this thing from its inception. Um, so I'm very curious when you personally hear the phrase Be More Today as the 76th person on this show, what does that phrase mean to you? Be more today, to me, uh, 
when I think about being more, I think about uh, being uncomfortable, you know? Um, if you aren't uncomfortable, you aren't like excelling, you know, you aren't like moving forward. Um, it's easy to do the same thing, you know, every day in and out, you know, you know, if you go to work, you come home, sit down, eat, park on the couch, you know, but to me, uh, being more, being is being more is being uncomfortable, you know, whatever, whatever that is, whatever you whatever you fear the most, that's what you need to be doing, whether it's standing on a stage, you know, in front of a massive crowd and speaking, or, you know, you, you may not want to work out, or you may, you just have to be fearless, you know, so um, I know for me personally, you know, I never, uh, I mean, I never necessarily wanted to like speak in front of like huge crowds. I've always been like a behind the scenes, you know, I'm, you know, I like the camera, you know, directing and stuff like that, but I never thought I would be able to, you know, stand in front of a, you know, a crowd and give a speech or, you know, you know, things of that nature. So, um, you know, working in the field that I, that I work in, I was able to, you know, kind of push myself and immerse myself in um, that arena in terms of teaching, you know, on a corporate level. And, you know, it was, I don't want to say it was terrifying, but, you know, I was able to work with, you know, a team of individuals and we were able to, you know, from one of the projects I worked on, we were able to um, uh, design a course in terms of, you know, uh, this EMR, electronic medical record, you know, how are we going to like, uh, you know, deliver, how are we going to deliver, you know, these um, lessons and these classes to, you know, like doctors, nurses, techs, you know, and, you know, it was, it was a great experience because, you know, after that, I think it took us about 14 weeks to, to put these lessons together, you know, we would just, they just put us out in front of, you know, we had to do classrooms of 25, 30 individuals at a time. So what we used to do in the meantime, we used to teach, teach other, we used to, you know, have our notes, have our, you know, have our books and we used to, to teach the programs to each other. So that's what being more means to me is, you know, being uncomfortable, whatever that means for you and being fearless. That's what it is. <laughs> it is. Jam Rock, any, any final tips you want to share with um, runners who are running the marathon this year, people who are trying to get into running or, uh, anyone who is interested in, in graphic design and, and how to uh, kind of get to where you had been in your career? Yeah, just, I mean, just get out there and uh, get out there and be fearless. Um, you know, you just have to like, like, I don't want to be cliche, but you just got to get out there and do it. You know, um, it's always hard in the beginning. Everything is hard in the beginning. 
everything is hard in the beginning, but it gets easier over time and you just have to, you know, take that, that first step, um, get out and get it done, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's really it. That's really it. Uh, listen, where can people follow you, um, on social media or otherwise? Um, if you f- want to follow me, you can follow me on IG, um, at, at be great NYC and there's the at symbol and then the letter B the letter G, the letter R, and then the number eight. That's B great N- NYC. And then uh, if you want to hit me up on the email, I'm at uh, jamrock with no K, J-A-M-R-O-C at gmail.com. Awesome. Arthur Power Jr., a.k.a. Jamrock, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, again, this is usually our running time. 5 a.m. in the morning, but I wanted us to take some time out and just kind of highlight you and all the great stuff you've done, not just in the community, um, but just, you know, in the world of healthcare, graphic design, and so many things. And and I look forward to uh, finishing this marathon journey, because it'll be my last, but finishing the marathon journey with you, uh, Kobe Bryant style, five, five under the belt. And um, I look forward to continuing to train with you and yeah, we'll get the same from the member for sure. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, brother. Much appreciated. AKA coach, AKA Dr. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and folks, again, listen to what he said. He said so many things today about uh, uh, taking your time, going out there, being fearless, right? Not not uh, making excuses, but just doing it, right? Just doing it. And um, our quote for today is very, very simple. It's often the small things that no one sees that bring big results everyone wants. Uh, J-Rock, J-Rock is the one who's kind of been going out there and doing small things for everyone when it comes to healthcare, when it comes to IT, when it comes to graphic design for various uh, brands from Be More Today's, Heart and Sunday's, Running Crew, um, Heartworks, all these different things. And they're making big results on the other end. So the same way small things can become big, the same way your training uh, can become big, the same way your studying can become big, the same way your foundational living, right, healthy living, the way you eat, the way you sleep, those things can make big results in the end. So uh, take care of the small things. Uh, let's be mindful of the small things and let's look for big results in the end. Uh, again, the V1 Today Show is heard on all platforms for podcasts and is uh, streaming on YouTube as well. So go out there and check us out. And again, you can check out my book on BeMoreSay.com or on Amazon uh, in both electronic and paperback uh, versions or BeMoreTodayBook.com if you want to sign copy from me directly. Uh, any more questions you want to send me or our guest for today, you can email me directly at DrShawn at BeMoreSay.com. And folks, it's been great checking with you again. Uh, I will see you next week for episode 77. But for right now, as I always say, have a good day, have a good night, have a great life and continue your steps. Take your steps greatness to be the best version of you. We'll see you next week. Peace.